Welcome back any returners and welcome any newcomers to the first official episode of Love Serve Live, the Faith Online show. I'm very happy that you're here and I am very excited to get this thing going officially. Uh, it's been something that I've been looking forward to and I'm happy that I was finally able to uh, get ready and prepare. Um, so today I'll be talking about uh, regret and uh, it can be kind of a hard thing to go over. Um, given certain circumstances, certain situations, um, especially thinking about the past, but I think it's one that's really important. I think it's one that comes up a lot in life, uh, whether that be intentionally or unintentionally. Um, people think about certain things that happened in the past um, and how that might affect the future, uh, which can be a very dangerous uh, path to go down, and that's what I'm going to go over. Um, but my first point is that learning from your mistakes is good, uh, in moderation. So I think that taking the mistakes that you made in the past and remembering them is beneficial. I think you shouldn't go through life doing things uh, the wrong way or maybe the way you didn't want them to go and then just kind of let them be. Uh, I, I think once you make a mistake you have to accept it because uh, you can't change it. Um, but what you can do is you can take the experience as an experience and move forward. Um, as hard as that might be, uh, as bad um, or unfortunate as the event might have uh, been, it's really all you can do. You, you take it, you learn from it, and you move on. But my next point was uh, looking too far into the future and uh, how dangerous it can be. Uh, a lot of the times uh, we find ourselves um, thinking about what's coming next, what's uh, up next, you know, what, what's the next task that we have to finish. Um, which is good. Uh, it's, it's good to stay busy. It's good to continuously do the things that you both want to do and need to do. Um, because I think that, again, staying orderly, staying busy, staying in a routine uh, is healthy, especially for me, I guess, in my case. Um, maybe that's just personal preference. Some people like having a chance to kind of relax, and even I do. Uh, I think that's, you know, important too, if you find a balance between, you know, going, 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 and then not going at all. Uh, I think, Again, just being able to kind of uh, go back and forth and not do too much of one thing. Um, but looking too far into the future, you kind of leave yourself not appreciating what you have in front of you. And if you don't appreciate what you have in front of you, then you aren't really necessarily living. Uh, I mean, when I say that, I don't physically mean that you're not living. But what I do mean by that is that you're not actually experiencing what's around you. Uh, I think it's really important to appreciate um, what you're doing, uh, who you're doing it with, um, because if you don't, then it'll soon become a memory and one that you don't really remember that much because you didn't actually appreciate what was happening. Uh, it's it's hard to do. It's a very hard thing to do, especially, again, you know, given how busy your lives are, how fast they go, um, you think that you got to, like, plan for what's coming. And you do. Again, like I said, there's a balance. You want to know what's uh, coming, what could come, at least, uh, but you, at the same time, want to appreciate where you're at. Because, um, again, if you don't appreciate where you're at, then what's the point in even doing what you're doing? Um, which brings me to my next point, and, and that's focusing on the here and now is the most important thing that you can do. If you get too caught up in uh, what happened um, and where you came from, or if you get too caught up in kind of where you're going and where it's headed, uh, you lose sight of just where you're at and what you're doing. Um, and so that's why it's so crucial to just focus on where you are, you know, doing what you're doing, who you're doing it with, um, 
again, it's a hard thing to do. It really is. Sometimes I think the days do get a little monotonous, and that's just kind of the way that it is. You know, you wake up, you do the same thing over and over again, you go back to bed, and then you wake up the next day just to do it all over again. And like I said earlier, uh, that's routine, and that's good in uh, moderation. Um, but it, it gets old, and it's not like the human brain uh, or the human body to um, continuously want that over and over again. You know, we're wired these days to want stimulation and to want things around us to be constantly moving and, uh, and changing. And so sometimes when it's not, uh, we lose sight of um, the importance of it. And it's just the importance of being in the now. Um, it's a philosophy that I've really tried to adopt uh, in my daily life recently, especially, but just in the last few years. Um, Cause I feel like it's hard when you're young to kind of label yourself as um, somebody, but I think I was a bit of a dreamer, I guess I could say, in the sense that I didn't really focus on where I was um, or you know what I was doing or who I was doing it with. Like I keep saying, uh, I just kept thinking about the next year, the next year, the next year. Oh, well, you know, I was in middle school. It's high school coming soon, and it's uh, it's high school. Oh, oh, college is coming soon. You know, it's always the next thing. And again, I think preparation is important. You need to at least be aware of the opportunities and the possibilities. But again, at the same time, uh, if, if you're doing that over and over again, if you're doing it too much, you're not living, like I said. And again, it's not the physical, oh, you're not living. You are, but you're not experiencing it. So what are you going to look back on in 5, 10, 15, 20 years? What are you going to tell your you know, your your spouse? What are you going to tell your kids? Um, that, that, that part I really uh, try to remi remind myself, at least. Um, my next part, uh, is that life is a process. It's a never ending flow. Um, we, we go in and out of bad times. We go up and down, um, in and out of good times as well. Uh, really all over the place. Um, you know, people say all the time, but you can't really, you can't really plan for everything. Um, you can try to prepare to the best of your ability and understand that there are different circumstances and possibilities that could come but you can't, you can't plan because um, you never really know what's going to happen, whether that be good or bad, you're, you never know. So that's why it's so crucial to have an open mind and understand that things are going to happen, both good and bad. Um, and it's not about what happens, it's about how you respond. Because in life, it's not about what happens, it's how you respond to what happens. Uh, we talk about that a lot in our football program at St. Olaf. You have the event, uh, that's the E. Uh, you have the response, that's the R, so E plus R equals O, and the O is your outcome. So you take the event that you're given, that you're confronted with, um, and then you choose your R, and then that's how you influence the outcome. Um, are there certain things that you can't control? Of course. You know, like I said, there are things that you cannot control. What you can control, like I said, is your response. It's the way you think about it. It's the way you approach it, both mentally and physically. Um, that is really where your power lies. It's it's not in um, how life happens, because life does happen. Uh, it's how you approach what happens. Um, and that's, that's where all your power is. That's what you have to remember. That's what you have to take advantage of, um, because there is little we can manipulate, but our response to an event that we get an outcome out of that is, that is what we need to focus on, um, which kind of rolls into my next point. 
talking to yourself a certain way will determine your mindset. And I firmly believe this. I still am not very good at it. I'm better than I used to be, but I'm not where I want to be, I should say. Um, I think talking to yourself is uh, your key to uh, either feeling good or feeling bad. Um, and when I say that, obviously, are there you know physical sicknesses? Yes, 100%. Those you cannot control. Um, you can't control your R, but you cannot control that. What you can control is how you talk to yourself, what you tell yourself along the way. If you constantly bombard yourself with, um, I guess, negativity, you're always looking at the glass half full, you know, like they always say with the metaphor, that'll be your reality. That's how you'll see things. That's how you'll think about things. That's how you'll, you know, feel um, in general. For some people, it's a lot harder than others to uh, not think uh, negatively. And that's not because that they maybe want to necessarily. It's just the way that they are. Uh, it's the way that they've um, operated, and again, it's not their fault. It's just kind of the circumstance. It's the situation. Um, I mean, I would say that that's one of the things that um, I've had to work on the most is just talking to myself. Uh, I, I feel like, you know, not only when I was younger, but even now, um, I would say I am a perfectionist uh, in the sense that you know, I do everything I can to the best of my ability. And, you know, honestly, no matter how good it is, it's still not good enough. And, um, you know, that kind of goes back to thinking about mistakes in the past um, and what you could have done differently. I think it's it's good to want to improve yourself. It's good to want to be the best possible version of yourself. But as I said, in moderation, to an extent, I think you also have to accept that, again, you can't be perfect. You won't be perfect. But what you can do is continuously put effort in. Understanding again that, like I said earlier, life is a process. You know, it's not perfect. Good things and bad things will happen. And there's nothing to do but keep moving forward. Um, and so if you're willing to put yourself in a situation to show yourself the grace that you need to be shown, um, even if, you know, nobody else does show it to you, um, you deserve that grace. You deserve to know that, hey, you know, I'm not perfect. I will make mistakes, but life will go on. I will wake up another day and I will keep moving forward. You know, the most powerful gift that we have ever been given or will ever be given in this life is God's grace. And it's important to understand that God's grace is what will allow us to go to heaven. It's what will allow us to be with him eternally. It's uh, what he gives us each and every morning that we wake up, each and every morning that we um, decide to do something that he doesn't agree with, each day that we decide to do something that um, he knew was going to happen but wouldn't be happy about. Um, we don't always get it from other people around us, but what we do know and can say is that we will always get it from God. And we have to take that with us no matter the good days or the bad days because there will be very good days and there will be very bad days. Uh, it's not about what we do. It's just, again, about how we respond to it because inevitably there will be very high highs, uh, but at the same time there will be very low lows. And that's something that I've really wrestled with um, because I used to think that, oh, well, you know, why can't you just be happy all the time? Like, why do bad things have to happen? Well, I still don't have the answer to that question, but what I have understood better is the fact that you can't really appreciate the happiness that you feel or can feel or experience, the joy that you can, you know, be a part of around you 
unless you have the lows. You have to be sad. You have to be down. You have to be frustrated, upset, confused, scared, lonely, worried, whatever it might be. You have to go through that to experience the the mountaintop. You know, you have to be on both ends of the spectrum to understand that, okay, I'm sad. This is a really bad time in my life. This will not last forever. Um, okay, I'm really happy right now. I need to appreciate this. This is all I've ever wanted, all I've ever dreamed about, prayed for. Um, those, those are important and um, can't be taken for granted, um, which is also vital in understanding that it's important to open up about what you're thinking and what you're feeling. It's hard. Uh, some people are better at it than others. Some people choose to open up about it. Some people want to keep everything inside. Um, I would urge those who do want to keep everything inside to open up, uh, even if it is scary or a little daunting. In the end, I feel like expressing what is going on internally will better kind of create the reality that you know you're experiencing externally. Even if it's hard to talk about, um, most of the time whatever you're trying to keep inside is hard to talk about. Um, it's it's what you should do is open up about it. Um, you know, people want to hear what you have to say because uh, if your brain is telling you that you need to keep it inside because nobody cares, it doesn't matter. Um, it's just that's just not right. It's just false. Um, it's a story that we tell ourselves because we want to convince ourselves that what we're doing by keeping everything in is right. It's wrong. Um, I've done it to myself a million times. I still do it to myself. I will still do it to myself, even though I will, will fight it and try to open up, even if I don't want to. It's something that I know I have to do, not only to process um, what I've dealt with, but just for the future, understanding that you know if I don't do this now, then I might not ever will. Uh, I can't leave any stones unturned, any doors closed. It needs to be done. It's just a matter of when, really. But like I said, I mean, it's reminders are hard. Trying to remind yourself these certain things are hard. Um, but what we can turn to and know is right, know is true, is the Bible. And there are countless places in the Bible that um, give us hope for a future, give us hope for a better life um, with ourselves, with our our friends, with our family, our loved ones, um, and with God, most importantly. Um, Joel 2.25, God will restore. He will restore whatever you're going through. He will fix and mend whatever you're working through because there is light at the end of the tunnel and the darkness will inevitably go away. Um, God will finish what he started in us. Philippians 1.6, if you woke up this morning, which you did because you're listening to this, you still have a purpose on this earth. God is still doing something with you that is very, very important to not only your life, but the lives around you and the world. He's trying to use you to impact the world. He needs you. He's part of your story and you're part of his. God will make things new again. Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. Again, no matter what you're going through, what's happening, if it's good or bad, especially if it's bad though, he will make things new. He will make things right. He will make things the way that they are supposed to be because he has a plan for you, and he has a plan for your life. God will work good for us. Romans 8.28. Right there. He will work good for us. In the end, love always wins, and God gives us love, which means God always wins. God will forgive us. Romans 8.1. 
If you think you have done something that God will not forgive, you are sorely, sorely mistaken. He has always and will always forgive for no matter what happens. He loves you endlessly. And if you feel like you've strayed away or you're far away from him, he's right next to you because he's been waiting for you the whole time. God will strengthen us. Proverbs 24, 16. If you feel like you need strength, if you feel like you need that extra nudge, that extra sense of hope, maybe, he will provide it. Just pray. He knows what you're going through. He's going through it with you. He wants to be in conversation and in relationship with you. And by doing that, he can give you the strength that you need. God will give us fresh starts. Lamentations 3.23. We talked about this one earlier. God will give us fresh starts. Again, no matter what's happened in the past, you can always rewrite the future. You should never have any regrets. You should learn from those mistakes, but move on and understand that no one's perfect. This life isn't perfect. We aren't perfect. No one's perfect. Who is perfect is God. God's love is perfect. God will always love us. Romans 8, 37 through 39. No matter what happens, trials, tribulations, God will always love us. And that's special. And that is something that I didn't tell myself for a very long time and I'm trying to still remind myself today. Um, as some of you may know, uh, my mom passed away February 3rd of 2019. I was 15 years old. And that's not something that you know a 15-year-old is uh, equipped to handle mentally, emotionally, physically, um, all of the above. It was uh, new waters for me, really. Uh, but she passed away. Um, she was an alcoholic. It was expected. Uh, her liver failed. She fought for a couple years. Um, you know, we were with her the whole way there. Uh, so it wasn't out of the blue, but it didn't hurt any less. Um, but why I do tell that story is that for a very, 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 very long time, and by very, 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 very long time, I mean the last four years, I blamed myself for how it happened, for the way that it happened. Um, I was really the only one with her full time, I guess I should say, uh, the last few years before she went into the hospital and got really bad. Um, you know, obviously, uh, my sister was at college. Um, my uh, dad and her had gotten a divorce at that point. Um, you know, I was going back and forth between houses. Uh, so I was really the only one that I guess saw her on a regular basis. I mean, we had family gatherings and stuff like that. Looking back, I feel like it's a little illogical uh, for me to think that as a 15-year-old, um, I could have done anything better than I did. Um, you know, I, I try to tell myself that I loved her as well as I could have, that I was there as much as I could have been, um, you know, that I, I, I did everything that I, you know, could have done with her, you know, whether that be watch a movie, play a game, I don't know, talk to her. Uh, that was one of my favorite things to do was just talk to her. I mean, she knew a lot about life. She knew a lot about people. Um, she had a lot of advice to give. And so I felt like I picked up on that. Um, but at this point, you know, like I like I said earlier, there's nothing I can really do about it. Uh, it's been four years coming up here on, uh, you know, February 3rd in a few days. It's just the way that I respond now. It's the way that I talk to myself like I talked about earlier. It's the way that I, you know, learn from, you know, the mistakes that I think I, I made, uh, whether that be, you know, fighting with her too much or, you know, as I told myself, being too mean. Um, it happened the way that it happened. So regardless of how I feel about it, the reality is 
is the reality. And what do I have left to do but to move forward, but to try to make something out of this story, which is why I'm sitting here talking to this microphone on this computer today. Uh, if it hadn't been for the events that transpired, uh, I wouldn't have started Faith in Line. I wouldn't have you know, tried to do the things that I did. I wouldn't have gotten closer to God in a weird way, as that might sound after a tragic death like that. Um, but it really opened my eyes and showed me that life is short. You know, we, we can't live life thinking about all the bad things that could come, all the bad things that have happened. We just have to enjoy it to the best of our ability and know that it doesn't last forever. So why not make something special out of it? It's, again, not something that I'm perfect at. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I've mastered it and that I have it all figured out. But I think there's value in understanding that and knowing that you're not perfect at it. Because once you admit you know, that you're not where you want to be, then that's where the growth comes. That's where, that's where improvement comes from. It really does. And, you know, you shouldn't wear yourself out with trying to improve yourself. Um, but I think it's important to just do what you can to be the best version of yourself. And at the end of the day, knowing that you've done everything you can um, really takes the element of regret out. Uh, not entirely, you know, it's not possible to do that, but knowing that you worked as hard as you could, that you loved as deep as you could, that you tried, you know, and and just gave max effort really is all you can do. Like I said, it's not the event, it's the response. Um, so I want to thank you for joining me on this first official episode. I hope it was uh, of value to you and you got something out of it. I'll try to keep the episodes around 15 to 20 minutes-ish. Uh, I don't want you guys to get too bored. I know it's kind of long. Um, so I do apologize for going on a little bit of a tangent. But uh, I felt called today, I guess. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to the next upcoming episodes. Uh, I'll try to do at least every two weeks. Uh, that's what I put on Apple as of right now. Um, if not every week, once I kind of get a schedule figured out. But again, I want to thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, Again, I hope you got something out of it. And uh, I'll see you in the next one.